warning, due to adult subject matter and strong graphic language the Adrian Lozano show could be deemed offensive for any and all persons. You have been warned. Now enjoy the Adrian Lozano show. Lozano show. Let it be beep telephone. Little place to call your own. Well, the facts are still unknown. It's the Adria. Lozano show. This is your friendly neighborhood robot voice representing the unfriendly Adrian Lozano. Welcome to episode 70, with your host Mr. Adrian Lozano. So do you like music? Well that's too bad. Because this episode has a lot of music in it we sit down with guitar player slash music enthusiast Devin Burke. A friend of the show and a fan of music as always this is a comedy show intended for the purposes of humor. All the views and opinions expressed in this episode were not at all forced. Anyway Devon was kind enough to sit down and chat and for that we thank him and now enjoy some very funny Adrian Lozano show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but it's it's mainly just like a like a band jam kind of thing. Band jam. So like we'll we'll do we'll do covers and then like in between like if I'm feeling it or whatever, we'll just riff off of like a key and like we'll stay in a blue scale or we'll jazz it up a little bit it just it all depends I wanted to ask you this personally as a musician what do you feel like makes a good album makes a good album yeah for me or like in general for you like for me for you what makes a good album for me yeah like what's what's something that you're like that's fucking for me track one all the way to the bonus track yeah like um for me the album has to be punchy it has almost not get in your face, but it's got to stand out. Like I, I don't like I don't like listening to newer stuff that all sounds the same. Like mm-hmm. it, it has to have a certain spice to it that sets it apart, I guess. A spice, you say? Yeah, like name a spicy band. Hmm. Uh, a friend of mine's band, uh, Saint Dupes, because they have uh, my my friend who plays lead guitar. He's all out just a shredding blues musician like he's like three overdrives on the board wah pedal shredding yeah blues. yeah he's he's an amazing guitar player and their their music's kind of like lo-fi like late 90s kind of stuff like mm, um like um uh, like uh we're talking like like okay Jim blossoms here uh kind of like uh one of their songs that i really like is called dancing with the young you and that already sounds like a techno-y. Like, they have, like, synth pads and, like, all that fun stuff. Like, synth- not synthesizers. Well, I guess it's synthesizers. They have keytars. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, like, their, their more recent album, which I love, is called Young You. And it's amazing. Young with, like, a J or a Y? Uh, I think it's a Y. Okay. Yeah, it's called Young You. St. Dukes. Check them out. They're amazing. St. Dukes. Yeah, that's or also their Instagram. Dukes, uh, the typical way of spelling Dukes, or they don't do it? Uh, D-U-K-E-S. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, their, their music, like, kind of fits into the lo-fi area, right? 
But then his, their guitar player is like super balls out, amazing lead guitar, super overdriven. Like it's got some punchiness and some spice. And this is not your friend that's all blues. This is... No, this is my friend that's all blues. Okay, so there's only yeah. one guitar? No, there's two guitars. One of them is like, no, the, the rhythm guitar is typical, like super chorusy, clean. And my friend like plays a strat through like a blues junior super overdriven tones like I don't know you, you just gotta check them out like okay I will. like I will totally pull them up because they are amazing nice um, I've actually been frequenting frequenting a lot of open mics um, as of lately and I've really been digging the scene I like a lot of uh, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of the same people me and Matt actually were at the same place at the same time uh, and did not like never know each other because we had never met really yeah and it's like where were you on Tuesday well, I was here it's like I was there it's like wow that's what like we were both at Sancho's yeah so this is their their album St. Duke's Young You it was the Dukes yeah and it's it's pretty good you know that album cover's pretty nice right but like uh, I'm gonna have to show you cause like typical lo-fi kind of stuff. Should I be holding it? So that typical lo-fi kind of like synthy. Yeah. They've got two, he's got two female vocals. And this guy whose name is also Duke. Uh, okay. who, yeah. He's the, he's the lead vocals and the keys. Right. I got mad respect for people who use their name and their art. Yeah, right. Like. <laughs> You're listening to the Adrian Lozano shit. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, but like, one of the, the songs where it's still kind of lo-fi, but you can hear that guitar with the wah pedal, right? It's real funky. They throw in some, like, Latino kind of groove to it. And it's, well, whatever. And this is his vocals right now. Yeah. And it's all great. Because yeah. listeners, that was a good ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the kind of orgasmic ooh that makes you, makes you wonder. It's a free thumb ooh. Not, not full-on orgasmic ooh. Yeah, so like typical kind of lo-fi kind of stuff, right? Okay, like, so I feel like you, you did do a good job selling your friend's band, but you didn't really answer my question. Okay, well this is what I'm talking about here. This album in particular. This album in particular, if I can find the this solo. Yeah, I've heard you say lo-fi quite a bit. Yeah. If I can find it, yeah, I think this is it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it. This is so typical kind of song, right? And then that. Yeah, and that's him playing lead. So this is what makes a good album for me. Something that throws some spice in your face. I love lead, lead guitar stuff. Like that's it's my area. Yeah. 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 So that's that's what I look for in in a, that's what I look for in an album. So, so like John Mayer, Marcus King, they're not afraid to go balls to the wall in an that instant. Other dude, Travis something is there a Travis what? Um, the guy who did um, he did a, he did the cover of uh, Come Together. 
I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that cat. Yeah, like, kind of stuff like that. Like, uh, there's also a guy, Derek, Derek Trucks, that plays in a band called Tedeschi Trucks that he plays with his wife. They're, he's in tight. Yeah, right? Um, and he's also an amazing guitar player. Like, super fast runs that you think, like, someone has incredible finger dexterity for that he plays on slide. Yeah, that's nuts. So, like, that, I don't know, that's what makes a good album for me. Like, I, I want it to kind of surprise you and punch you in the face. But me I, specifically. But I want it to be, like, catchy in a good way. So, aside from your friends, what's uh, what's a good album that you would recommend that's, that's like, that if you haven't heard it, you need to pick up this punch in the face? Mm. That's a hard one. That is quite a hard one. Um, an album by Doyle Bramhall II that starts off with some heavy guitar solos and all that. That really just it grinds my gears. Wait, uh, in a good way? In a good way. I was about to say, I was like... Yeah. Uh, uh, an album by Doyle Bramhall II called Welcome. That, that one's a great album. Doyle Bramhall II? Yeah, Doyle Bramhall II. Welcome. Welcome. That's the name of the album. W e l l comma yeah c o c no just just welcome okay like this is uh the first track uh called green light girl and this this album was put back put out in two thousand one oh wow yeah this is the first. It, it just sounds like an awesome song. And his vocals are amazing. I would highly recommend this album to anybody. Because it goes everywhere. So like songs like this. It's kind of like a feel-good kind of song. Like kind of like how uh, Al Green kind of does. Right? So like really aggressive, moody kind of songs. Like the song Smokestack that's on this album. It's real moody and punchy. Well, yeah. That's that's an awesome album. I would recommend that album to anybody. Fucking a, badass. Well, thank you, Devin. Thank yeah. you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, no problem. I'm, I'm working uh, towards releasing an album on an episode myself. I've been, you know, uh, horribly mutilating musical instruments with my fingers uh, for some time. Piano, drums, guitar, yeah. bass. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as, like, I can't wail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wail the way I want to wail. Yeah. Like, St. Vincent can wail. Yeah, dude. Seriously. If I had to recommend, speaking of wailing, I'm going to do the total, typical, I'm a guitar player and here's why album. you into this? Yeah. Oh. If I had to recommend another album, it'd be Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, fucking A, yeah. Like, that... Like, you can't get much more from an album. That's that's everything. Because it not only has the recorded studio tracks, but then it has bonus a bonus track where they play the entire album at uh, Ripley's uh, stu- uh, Studio Music Hall. And by the end of the night, by the end of that bonus track, they play... A certain someone. Yeah. Stevie plays Little Wing, right? But he's... Obviously, this is the time when he's drunk as a skunk and high off his mind and like he starts that 
like on that track, it starts with him saying, here's something a little bit wilder than you might expect. And then he starts playing the song. And like somewhere in the song, they break, they break it down. It's real soft. And the drummer picks up on Stevie playing something. And it almost turns Little Wing into a jazz song. You know, and you played that for me, and I gotta say that it, I didn't believe you when you said that. I no, was, it legit I like, does. No. I was like, no. But it, that dude, yeah. Would you like me to play it, or? Um, no, you know what, I think I'll, I'll play that track at the end of the segment. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I could find it if it's on an album. Oh yeah, it's it's on the album. It's so, on uh, Tex- the Texas Flood album. Then I'll then I'll be able to grab it. But yeah, the uh, the Stevie Ray Little Wing version live. Yeah, uh, that's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, Ripley's music hall. He's drunk as a skunk, high off his mind. I've it's been doing that great. to where I've been, um, you know, trying to get I guess people to just express themselves better yeah. you know what I'm saying and like asking somebody what their favorite albums are or what they would recommend especially from you being a guitar player like I um, I was curious man I really wanted to know cause yeah. you keep playing good shit um, Ben Folds Ben Folds Ben five? Folds 5 and that's not a guitar heavy album no. at all that is piano bass with a ton of fuzz on it a ton of fuzz and drums but that's also a fantastic But even that, band. like, that's awesome. That's totally different than, what was the other one uh, that we were, that I was making fun of and then I ended up liking. What, Thespian Lesbian? No, 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 Marcus <laughs> King. Marcus King I've always liked. Like, uh, you've played other tracks before. Before I even heard Thespian Lesbian, um, it, like, I enjoyed his vocals. Uh, oh, that, like, this is a song about his friend that died. And it's like, oh, yeah. Which uh, one? Which <laughs> one? He's you, got a lot of songs like that. Are you that. currently talking about a Marcus King song? Yeah. Oh, that that one's uh, Goodbye Carolina. Yeah. Like, I saying, Seems I like, like he has a friend die every other week. Well, <laughs> when you have a lot of friends. Remember what George Carlin said, I give you six extra weeks. <laughs> you don't come running home from the funeral. <laughs> Cross that motherfucker out. It's true. Dude. Oh, my God, that's nuts. Um... But yeah, what do you call it? Next time you're doing an open mic or whatever, I was telling Matt this as well. Like, my friend, it's something that I'm trying to build up my confidence for because when I start doing open mic for comedy, mm-hmm. it's going to be a totally different atmosphere. But I'm liking it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I've been to open mic comedy, but I haven't done it yet because I wanted to get my material better. But I don't know, man. I just like, I like the scene. I like getting out and meeting new people. Yeah, of course. But, um,. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk, like, albums with you for a while, because I'm a little nervous about releasing an album. I mean, it's going to be like no, a that's, that's, cassette. Yeah, that's one like of the, like, um, like I just told you, I, I was in a separate band not a little while ago, but I'm not in it anymore. Yeah. Uh, that band's called Chavella, and we were, but like, <laughs> I, I Will ended up... Will it ever be again? Or? Uh, maybe. Maybe cool. after my wife's out of school and I have more free time she can focus on her music yeah no she can focus on work so that way i don't have to work nice yeah well, i mean you'll be working in a different well yeah way. i'll probably still still be working here yeah dude i'll probably still still be working here but like are you gonna uh, melt people's faces with these notes yeah. <laughs> i don't think so i oh gotta do this gosh. oh my gosh um yeah so i gotta melt the faces so melt face is just gross <laughs> so i i was recording an album actually with that band and uh, I, I wasn't playing 
guitar at the time. Me. Uh, for that band, anyways. I was they playing. They kicked you out, got a new band. I, no, new I was. Name. I was <laughs> That's a Ben Folds 5 reference for any of you who <laughs> want to know. Oh, man. So I was playing bass for them, and I enjoy playing bass if it's the right band. Stand up bass. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I enjoy playing bass if it's the right band. If it's a really mellow band, you can count me the fuck out. Are you a pick or. I'm I'm a pluck. I'm a traditional bassist. Mm. I'm more punk rock with my bass style. Well, you can be punk rock as heavy as you can. Oh yeah, strings. like I'm not flea with like the way I can fucking. Like, can you play I'm slap? Not as good or as fast as I'd like to. I'm far more coordinated playing it like a guitar with only yeah. four strings. Uh, I'm I'm pretty good with slap. It, like. My, my main practice for bass was in this band. I think of Flea, and I think of Les Claypool, and then I get ashamed that I even want to pick up the same instrument yeah. as them. Dude, if you feel ashamed about wanting to pick up a bass, listen to a guy called, called Jaco Pistorius. No, Jaco Pistorius. He's nuts. He's, he's in tight. He, he's, he's, like, he's like the Hendrix of bassists. Oh, wow. Yeah. He played in the jazz band called Wet Weather Report, and he was nuts. Wet Weather nuts. Report. Yeah. Uh, it sucks how he died, though, but... Oh, was he also 27? No, he was uh, He was drunk off his mind, and he looked like a homeless person. He was trying to get into a club, and uh, a bouncer beat his face in, and he died in a hospital. Okay. Yeah, poor guy. It was really bad. Man. Really bad death, but amazing basis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that was really dark. But it, you got all Marcus King on it. Yeah, right? Here's this next beautiful song. You got to tell about Marcus King about that, that guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, I was in Chavello. Playing, playing bass, we were recording an album, and like you said, that's that's really unnerving to have to record an album and then put it out, because it's like you're making a baby, and then sending that baby out into the world and hoping that you get positive feedback. Un, un, your baby yeah. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, it's like if you were walking out in the street with your baby in the stroller, and people said, ah, oh, that's an ugly-ass baby. And you're, like, you're like, oh, shit. Well, it's not for lack of trying. Yeah, right? So, yeah, I was recording that album. And then, like, a few weeks later, I had to quit. I had to quit the band. Because I was going through school and working, and my wife was going through school. And we have a kid, so, like, it was hard Muscle to... Stuff. Yeah. Shalom. Um, so it was... Uh, it's on pause. I like to think of it as on pause. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, right. if you could come back to it, it's not like they're, like, well, later, Dev, we replaced you already. Yeah. Well, they, they haven't. That's the thing. That's cool that they haven't. But, like, I feel like... Look at... I just saw Iron Maiden last night. Like, I feel like you're never too old to, like, get back into rocking well, of course, out. Like, yeah. It's... Like, I, I definitely told them, like, like I tried to, because I, I see these guys every week. Like, the guys in Chavela, I see them every week. You look in through this peephole? <laughs> no, like, we hang out with each other, like, every week. Oh, okay. Uh, I see these guys. Yeah, I see these guys, like, every Technically, week. Technically, I did not perjure myself. <laughs> <laughs> So I tried to make the the separation as clean as possible, and like I said, like, hey, and when when there comes a time where I can come back, I totally want to, and I hope I can, right? So all that's in good fun, but no, I totally understand what it's like to to try to record an album and put it out. What's up, butternut squash? That's your new name. Butternut squash. Butternut squash. I like it. He's gonna nut all over that squash. Well, it's more like he's gonna nut all over that eggplant. Oh Still. my god. Squash all over the net. Oh my gosh. 
I'm going to put butter all over that squash neck. And, is, on, and is, on that note, this has been the Adrian Lozano Show. Yeah, right. Well, thank you for having me. Devin, thank you so much for um, subjecting yourself to my horrible, horrible Oh, this was ridicule. torture. Torture. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Um, what can you... Uh, where would you... You don't want any attention. You're like, don't even use my last yeah. fucking name. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What would you like to say to the people? Um... I don't know. Um, uh, don't murder people. Uh, <laughs> you only get one. Yeah, you only get one. That's it. You're, uh, you're to ride yeah, that yeah, ticket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't, don't murder people. Uh, smoke weed and live your life. Nice. Very cool. Live long, love hard. From behind. Oh man. Thank <laughs> you very much, bro. No problem, dude. And that's a cut. Yeah. So, for the listener, no time would have passed. For us, hours, if not days, it's been a week. <laughs> it's, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, I'm here with uh, good old uh, D. Burke, and he is kind enough to let the Adrian Lozano Show record him. Edit, man. Editing is a slice of life. Mm-hmm. All right, no, variety is a slice of life. I said slice, because it's editing, get it? Yeah, yeah. He's shaking it his if head. If this was film editing, it'd be the slice of life. Well, it's a cut either way. Well, yeah, but still, like, it was a more literal cut during film, like, traditional film edi- editing. L- whenever you know, whenever I, there was filament film. Oh, dude, you know, I actually used to edit on film. Like, hmm. uh, when I was a projectionist for the Galaxy, now the Rialto, um, I learned how to thread up three different kinds what of What the machines. hell are you doing here if you were a film editor? No, talking about projection, like putting reels of film together. Yeah, when I say film, I mean filament. Nice. Yeah. Now, um, what do you call it? Yeah, that would be that would be the dream job. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be a director slash editor. They're called predators, but it's for a different reason. <laughs> That's a producer. I'm sorry, producer, editor. Oh my gosh. That's a predator. Yeah. A right. director and editor would be <laughs> a sexual predator. That's. Oh my gosh. A schmetter. Yeah. Schmetter. Oh my god. <laughs> so for anybody that doesn't know, if you haven't been listening or haven't been checking out the gram, there's this thing called cake. Oh shit, Devin's gonna play it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a it's new an adver- show. It's an advertisement. Yeah. It's a it's for a new show that's coming out on FXX, and I'm not getting paid to mention these people. Nor am I. Funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's, uh, it's funny enough to mention on the it's show. It's basically all it is is just two guys in like a therapist setting, and every word that the therapist says, you know, and it's this guy sticks sit, a yeah, in front of it. Yeah, it's like the whole say the first thing that comes to your head. So like play it for the people. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll play it for the people. All you have to do is say the first thing that comes into your head. Yep. Politics. Schmolitics. Family. Schmamily. Feminine. Schmimminin. Violence. Schmolence. Accident. Schmaxident. Argument. Schmargument. Beef and black bean. Schmoofy schmashmeen. So that's basically been, been a joke for us for like, I want to say going on three weeks. Yeah, I guess this is the third week. This is the start of the third week of this mm. uh, Schmeef and Schmaxmeen. It's pretty good. I love it. Um, it's, I gotta be honest say I know nothing about the show other than that yeah neither do I I just was rolling through Instagram one day and saw it and I was like yeah this is funny it reminded me of like something you would hear in the Dr. Katz show oh yeah totally I miss Dr. Katz oh, so gosh. wiggly yeah, squiggle oh vision that and home movies you remember yeah. home movies yeah oh, that was nuts yeah I love it oh my gosh I, I don't know if you remember this but it was an old show on Adult Swim it was called Clops 
Cops. Refresh yeah. my memory. Uh, it was basically like claymation cops. But like, oh, wow. Yeah, but like they would make fun of like like the Ken and Barbie situation where like oh, wow, Ken no. and Barbie were like trailer trash people living in a trailer and like domestic violence. What is it? Uh, For the record, we don't think all people who live in yeah. trailers commit domestic violence. That's not a thing um, that we yeah, but are, like, are under the impression of. Mr. Potato Head was a drunk. Right? Wow. Uh, yeah, Wait, was, are you sure this wasn't on Mad TV? It might have been. I think Mad TV had something like this. Yeah, but it, it was it, hilarious is what I'm basically saying. Um, I don't know if it was an adult swim, but I think I remember what you're talking about. I yeah. think it was on Mad TV, because they also did like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah. drug version, where like, you yeah. ever seen a dozen seen kilos it. of uh, cocaine bust inside of a Yeti? No, that was on Robot Chicken. That Wasn't that? That was on Robot Chicken. That thing that you're talking about with the whole like... It's it's cold case files, but like robot chicken, really? and it was like the murder of Santa Claus. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, wait, but there was one that Mad TV did though. Mad TV did do a Rudolph like thing where like everybody got shot and people were bleeding. Oh, I don't doubt it. Mad TV was nuts. I miss Mad TV. He looked like a man. But um, you know what? I believe you're right about the Yeti thing. Mm-hmm. But I remember that so distinctly. But yeah, that wasn't the first time that that had been done. Claymation style or whatever. Well, yeah. Um, I guess everybody wants to do that. But if if you ever want to check out the whole Klops thing that I just mentioned, yeah, it's absolutely. on YouTube. Like it, they're hilarious. Klops. They really are. There's a there's an episode where and it's you know it's like cops like one situation after another in a whole episode, right? Yeah, it's like a bunch of vignettes or whatever. Yeah, there was one where the what's what's that? What's that brand that sells, like, peanuts and, like, cashews and all that? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Snickers? No. Like, they're, they're like, they sell, just like, sell nuts. Planters? Yeah, planters. Um, they, there was one where, like, the peanut man or whatever goes insane, and he just starts killing off all of these workers who are all nuts. Nice. And he keeps, like, he, <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, he, he just, is he nut. just keeps killing them with, uh, with a nutcracker. Oh, God. Yeah, so he's smashing their heads and all that. And at the end, he smashes his own head. It's, it's insane. Wow, it really I like is. that. It's great. Somebody must um, have seen that because there's a, a commercial where the peanut guy is like throwing a party, and he invites like the Nutcracker, like, and the Nutcracker shows up. You know that typical like old toy. Yeah. Shows up and he's all like sweaty and fucking like yeah. nervous. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, it's really really great. Um, clops. Yeah. There's another one where okay, do you know like the whole Eminem ad campaigns? Where it's like the red M&M and the yellow M&M. Yeah, yeah, where the, one, the, yeah. the yellow one's like a dumbass yeah. and so basically the red one's like angry. The red M&M gets arrested because he was trying to like, he was arrested for sexual harassment on the yellow M&M in a, in a gas station. What the right? fuck? He was like, uh, and he wanted to know if I'd suck the chocolate off his peanut or like some crap like that. Nice. It was, it's really funny. Just check it out. Nice. Um, that reminds me of, uh, did you ever see... Uh, Kablam! It was on Nickelodeon, and they had things like Action League Now, which is like a precursor to Robot Chicken. But they had like The Flesh and Thunder Girl and Melt Man with the power to melt. Yeah. Um, they also had Prometheus and Bob. I think I know. What you're yeah, and they would be like, uh, it was a caveman. Bob was a caveman, and Prometheus was this alien trying to teach him basic technology, like how to start a fire. And like the the fucking caveman would like knock, like cut a mountain in half with his laser. Like no. Very awesome. That's um, awesome. You were telling me the other day, what was it that you were more into? Now to get back on topic. <laughs> you were telling me the other day, Stevie Ray Vaughan. No, um, 
Yeah, clubs. No, um, well, this is going to be part of that same uh, session that we were talking about, different music. Stevie's still going to finish off this episode, so. Yeah, of course. As he does. Yeah, always. But, um. Well, to- totally, like, off topic, but on topic, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I love how in, in, in some, <laughs> in, like, some of his songs, he'll just end with him plucking the low E string. Just out of nowhere, just bam, and he'll say into the mic, that's my favorite note. Just right there. It's, it's great. <laughs> Uh, I forget which track it on. It's on, but it's fantastic. That's my favorite note. Heard. <laughs> right, y'all a note. I um. Oh, so since then I've actually listened to one of the three albums you recommended, okay. and I very much enjoyed it. Which well, one no, was I listened it? to two because I listened to the Elvis Costello. Yeah. Um, but it was the one. It was the one after Elvis. Doyle Bremo? I believe so. Yeah, because we listened to the whole album. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know and I was about. like, this is actually better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, not to be dude, a dick Do- or nothing, Doyle Bremo like, is amazing. Yeah, not to be a dick or nothing, but it was like, at first I was like, not sure, and I wasn't really giving it a chance, but yeah. then uh, it won me over. It, it is a really great album. It, it yeah, really it was like, I was like, I liked that. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't want it to seem like underhanded but it was more of like once you told me what it was I was like oh let me pay attention to this yeah 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 there's a once you start really listening to everything there's a lot of like emotional emotional like turmoil that he's having it was really and good you really do really hear it album. in like a lot of the songs like, like in that song much. Smoke Sack like it's it's very big and it's, and that was the one you told me that right before yeah or, uh, right before he recorded that song him and his wife who was recording the album with him uh, in the middle of recording this album, and they were doing a lot of these sessions like live. They were recording a lot, a lot of their songs live. Wow. Um, what is it? H- him and his wife went through a super nasty divorce, like really, really, like restraining order bad, Ooh. pretty bad. Uh, I don't know the details of it, but I know he went through a really bad divorce. I know this is violating your restraining order, but this is an emergency. Yeah, I. Uh... I liked it. I very much enjoyed it. Well, I'm happy you liked it because yeah. I also like that album. <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah, right? No, but it's it was interesting more so um, because of the reasoning that you gave me. Like, I listened to his vocals and his voice. He's like got to hear great like, vocals. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was very. It's yeah. It was very. It was different at first, but it won me over because I. I wanted to hear the sadness. I yeah. wanted to hear because, like, there's something about it, man. Yeah, it's 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 got so much character. Like when you really start, especially whenever you know like what was going on during the album, because like uh, with yeah, that, that, song, that made a big difference. Yeah. Especially that smoke talk thing was yeah. really good. Yeah. Like, like, okay, so whenever they recorded, and this is the first track of the album, "Green Light Girl," he was happy. His marriage was great. Uh, and they, they, for the songs that her vocals are on, they practiced them over and over and over again before recording them to where they were perfect. Like, he was in a really good place. And then out of nowhere, bam, that, that divorce, and then you hear, and you hear it in the tracks where there's no female vocal. You hear it. You hear his, his grit and that tearing him up. You hear crickets in the Yeah, background. right. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's, it, like... I don't have a track list in front of me, but, like, I can tell 
like when one song would end another song would end I would like listen to hear the changes in the tune and it feels like that album like it holds together well you know how like some albums are kind of just like a hodgepodge yeah I feel like um, like Blood Sugar Sex Magic is kind of like that mm-hmm. like they just had fun in the studio and just threw everything they could yeah, to, like cool. sounded cool you know yeah. that's where you get songs like Hot Tamales at a Red Hot yeah she's got them on sale you know what I'm yeah. saying like you get songs like that, but that's a great album. But it's like more of a mixtape of the Red Hot Chili Pepper stuff, yeah. Uh, than it is like one whole piece. This one, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of Significant Other by Limp Bizkit. You know really? why? Because of what's attached to that album. Yeah. And like every song, every yeah. fucking song. They're, they're, it's nuts. Yeah. They're all nuts. Um, you gonna play a little something? Yeah. So this is related. And this, we didn't talk about it. This wasn't on, like, while we were recording. Um, this was whenever we were hanging out in, in my car the other day. And we were talking about how, like, bands have us train like dogs, basically. Yeah, like, Pavlovian they, yeah, thing. Or just they, it, it, they don't really mix things up. It's like... Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. So, this is Doyle Bram Hall, whenever I went to go see him. At, I guess for the listeners. Yeah, at, uh, at Sam's Burger Joint. Well, for the listeners, real quick, just to let you know, the Pavlovian dog thing that we were talking about is basically, if you've ever gone to a concert where you see an older band and they spend the majority of the time having you sing the songs and not switching it up, not playing anything extended, yeah, not throwing it's in a like, random solo. Yeah, it's still, like, a great set. Yeah, But, like, but they have like, you trained to the point where, like, oh, my God, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that one part that here. I know I'm supposed to sing at. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. then you're, like, you're just waiting again. So, and, we did listen to this to this song, believe it or not. Believe uh, it or not. I believe it, it was sir. It was Doyle Bram Hall, and, like, you don't hear this at all on the track, on the recorded track. And as far as I know, he hasn't done it anywhere else except for at Sam's Burger Joint, because I know that he was, for the listeners, he was a complete dick that night. Like, oh, I, wow, I really? got... Yeah, I told you. Like, he was, he was just a jerk. Like, I had... I'd gotten a picture with him and a CD signed, but, like, he was just a jerk that wow. night. Wow. Yeah, and then my dad went to go see him another night in Austin, and he was perfectly fine. And that was, like, two days later. He was, like, a great guy or whatever. Wow, but anyways... I forgot that aspect of it. Um, I, I'm just going to let this speak for itself. Wow. <laughs> And that was that was out of nowhere. Wow. Like he screams victory, like victory. at such like a hardcore area that's nowhere near what he really does. But it was still it was awesome. It was awesome hearing it. Something different. Yeah, it's something different. Something that like sparked a conversation afterwards. Like me, and my dad, and my sister. Whenever we left. And, you know, I'm obviously... Y'all started shouting, yeah. Victor! Yeah. And I'm obviously, like, the designated driver in this. Because nice. I, I think I was, like, 19 at the time. But it was such a great show. Like, like we... Like, so much stuff happened that night where we were talking about it. Like, really talking about it. And, like, my dad's seen Doyle Bram Hall, like, a million times. Oh, right And he on. was like, I've never heard him do that before. He's like, me and him are done. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I liked it. Was it... Well, I guess in this instance, that him doing something like that was not only memorable, but like memorable in a positive way, where it's like, oh, look at him. It's like, yeah, it was it was completely out of nowhere. It didn't like flunk. Like, yeah, it was like, what is it? And that, that room was packed. It was absolutely packed out. Yeah, it looks like it was dark, but there wasn't just darkness. That was people. Yeah, that, that, was, that was people. That For was the record, bodies. he showed me a video of that dude screaming victory, and it, yeah, was like, it, was, it looked like just blackness yeah, on the stage with bodies, other people. Like, a ton of people. <laughs> 
Um, and they went nuts, like, after that. Like, like oh, my God! Like, it was Well, going great. back to that Pavlovian thing, like, I went to see Iron Maiden, and, like I said, all the way to the fucking nosebleeds, dude, every seat is fucking filled. Yeah. And, like, big old open area in front of the stage, just filled with people. Yeah. Like, it was intense to see that many people because people were taking their time getting there but boy, of course once it filled up it filled up and like they went on about nine and rocked it out till about eleven okay so that's that's a good it's a good two hours yeah man like it was it was not a dull show by any means yeah but they still managed to sneak in that that bell in the response he was really trying though to get the crowd like Amped up in the way where, well, like... Well, it's awesome to see that. But, like, whenever there's a band as old as Iron Maiden... Here's, here's, there, there are these things that, like... Look up the Klansmen yeah. with the sea! It's yeah. <laughs> and I, I know that Iron Maiden's still pull, putting out new stuff. Yeah. But, like, you're still like, oh, they're playing this song, so I know what I'm supposed to do here. Like, there especially were songs they didn't it, play yeah. that, that could have been played, like Die With Your Boots On, or... Songs that, like, just... A buddy of mine went with me, he's like, this is a military city... You gotta play a song like that with your boots on. You can't. Oh uh, yeah, like, like that's for for the record for all of you listeners out there. Uh, when we say military city, we mean we see military copters and military <laughs> airplane carriers all, all the, the time. time. We see them everywhere. Yeah, like so much to the point where, like, on a day to day basis, like, oh, I wonder if we're going to war with Mexico today or not. <laughs> oh, Mexico! I love you, Mexico. Are you listening? Yeah, seriously. Ah, <laughs> uh, Guten Tag. Wait, no, that's. <laughs> That's German. Oh, oh my man. gosh! Okay. Oh wait, so like you limited, you had put on a limit in your on yourself in yourself. Well, about you said you only re- recommended blues albums, and I told you that was okay because like most of that stuff is like heavy. Yeah. Like it's guitar heavy, which is like more mm. of the field you're in. But like now you have the opportunity if yeah. Okay. If you so, so desire <laughs> to recommend yeah. other things, um, that, I I would also love to recommend. A crazy band that I managed to get you turned on to, which is uh, I would know. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Woo! Um, they're an amazing band. Check them out if you haven't already. Yes, they um, are awesome. They're amazing. I, I love them with a passion. Um, some smoother stuff that I also really like that's not really heavy um, is John Mayer. John, I mean, I already know that John Mayer is a bluesy guy, but like some newer stuff that he's done, like in his 2017 release. I'm pretty sure you've heard it. It's... Uh, I want to run through the halls <laughs> of my high school. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, no, it's a, a song called New Light. It's nowhere near what he usually does. It sounds really lo-fi-ish. What's the one? Is that the one you wanted to play? Yeah. That's the one you wanted to play, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. It sounds really lo-fi-ish and like his album uh, The Search for Everything. That's a really mellow album as well. Really? Yeah, it really is. Like, uh... What's a, a song that's really mellow on here? Like, um, what is it? Like, this one. This is Still Feel Like Your Man, John Mayer, uh, In the Search for Everything. It's a really mellow, right? And he talks about it in an interview as Japanese staccato. say Japanese staccato is because of that guitar, the way he's plucking the, the guitar, every note is really pronounced, 
straight on and like just only lasts for a second. Yeah, that whole thing. And this is a it really got a funky there. Yeah, it's a funky album, but it's still really mellow. Like it's really, like you're like adamant about. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it may be funky, but don't ignore the mellows. It's, um, it's a great, it's a great album. It's a great album to like if you're just driving down the road and you feel like you're in a good mood, and like you just want to listen to something that's like gonna get you like like wiggling in your seat a little bit, but not something like over the top. I would definitely recommend this. Wow. For the and listeners, I have subjected him for the past, like, what, four hours to nothing but Twilight Zone radio show episodes. Oh, How did yeah. you like that? <laughs> it was something. It was, I will say it was awesome to listen to Adam West talk for, like, the longest Fuck time. Fuck yeah. Especially, like, young Adam West. Like He did two episodes. Yeah, Adam West doing, like, the Bat 2C kind of thing. Very cool. Oh, man. Um, and this one is New Light, John Mayer. And, like... Totally out of his out of his area, because you know he does some like some country esque kind of stuff sometimes, and mainly some bluesy to funky kind of stuff, right? Yes, my body is a wonderland. Yeah, right. and it's very lo-fi-ish, like it really is. It's a great song, and like I said, it's... I would describe it as very approachable. It it's is, like if you heard that is, song on, you'd want to turn it up to see what's going on now, with it. Now, on the flip side, the album, the, the... Well, it's technically a single. The cover for the single totally threw me off, and I was like, I'm not listening to this. Like, because well, it's... Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, look, that's... I liked it because it totally looks 80s. Uh, it is. It is a very 80s-esque yeah, it's, kind of thing. It's got the really bubbly font yeah, and the bright it is, colors. It's super bright. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Who else should I talk about? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, you did... We did mention um, Marcus King, but we didn't really... You didn't really recommend anything of his, but okay. like... So, let me talk to you about Marcus King for a minute. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm so excited... Because he just posted something on Instagram where he has his own custom orange amp coming out. It's called the MK whatever. It's only got a volume knob, a bass, and a treble knob. That's it. And it's like and a fi- go to yeah. It's it's like a fifty watt head. And for those of you that don't know, fifty watts yeah. is like overcompensating. Like wow. you, you do not need fifty watts for the recording capabilities that we have today. You could get by with a five watt amp and make Holy it sound. Shit ginormous um 50 watts wow. for those of you who don't know yeah I was gonna um, say. but he has his own custom orange amp coming out i don't know when but all i know is that he posted a picture of it and it's like hey i'm gonna make you like completely go insane because i'm showing you the picture of the amp but you can't find it anywhere like i searched for three hours after finding after yeah, seeing that seen photo to try to find something about it and there's nothing there's absolutely nothing nothing on the official website for orange amplifiers nothing on any like mediums or message boards nothing on youtube there's nothing what the fuck? nothing and uh he has his own uh gibson uh 445 coming out his his own signature gibson coming out how, how does gibson pick the people that it fucking makes guitars with like, um, that I, I guess like i guess because like marcus king has an original 60 something 45 okay so like I don't know how they picked him. I don't know how they picked the people they pick, but I guess it's a matter of like 
seeing that they stay faithful to the Gibson brand. Because this dude's mm. been playing Gibsons since he was 12 years old. Because, like, all of his family has had, like, bought Gibsons and electrics back whenever they were cheap. And, you know, and he's been playing those antiques for years. Yeah. And now they're like, hey, we see you playing those antiques. We love, like, the faithfulness. It, plus, he has a lot of traction, and he plays, like, a lot of big shows. He has a huge following. But I digress. Uh, in case you didn't know about Mark. Yeah, in case you didn't know. Marcus King, if you don't know who he is, he's younger than I am, and he's a beast. And I'm only 21. He's, like, 20-something years old, and he's fantastic. Yes. He's amazing. Don't like, be his friend, though. Don't be his friend. Don't be his friend. Because if you do, you will probably well die. You. you will yeah. probably die. Because um, he, he wrote a song called Goodbye Carolina, which is... Goodbye Carolina. No. It is it is amazing, and it's got a lot of soul and feel to it. Yeah, it, and then when you're like, oh yeah, this is the song about... Yeah, about his friend dying. You really start I'm like, to uh, take into account like everything. It's uh, so heavy. We, had brief, yeah. we briefly touched on it in the last yeah. conversation, but that's why Where I was like... like um, yeah, he's just, he's just longing... Like, it's just so... But it's so good. And it starts out with a typical, like, country-esque kind of acoustic guitar. Right? I dreamed of the day you can hear that sadness in there. In my arms again. I dream of a day where I can hold you in my arms again and give you all the letters I wrote but never sent. That's so sad. Yeah. Such a beautiful song. And then it immediately comes out of this into like nothing but electric guitar. And it's just pretty cool. Like it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, a song that I know that your host Adrian likes, which I will mention in a minute. Oh man. This is so sweet. Yeah, With that steel slide guitar in the back, just vaguely verbing in the back to give you that sad kind of feel. Like, oh, oh, they're I fantastic. Like I would never try to play one because they look way too complicated. Yeah. Okay. The song. Yeah. Hold my hand as I'm leaving. Hope my pain would be enough reason. Jesus Christ, he's just so damn sad. I'm pretty sure this is it. Not to cock tease you, but I'm pulling away for a minute. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's uh, Marcus King. Yeah. Goodbye. Good. Yeah, dude. It's so nuts. good. So talking about a song that I know that Adrian likes a oh, lot. Shit. Um, it, it's called Thespian Espionage, but we've come to the point where we call it Thespian Lesbians. Look, it's loud where we are. A lot of the times, there's a lot of you know fans and uh, noise. And, oh yeah. Uh, Could have sworn I heard him say Thespian Lesbian, but you know. So it's very jazzy. It is. It is very. That's also an instrumental track. Yeah, it's it's all instrumental. And it amazes you how, like, they're able to improvise. I would say amazing, but it amazes it's, me. It's, it's impressive. It is very impressive, and, like, it's just, it's so simple. Like, the, the, what the supporting players 
are doing is so like put together and well, but what the lead instruments do is amazing. Yeah. For all of you who also don't know, Marcus King is the only guitar player in his band. So all the guitar tracks yeah, that's, that's are all thing. him. Now he's the one that we were talking about. Was, was that the one where he said he's his bass player? He's like, let me have my bass player on fine? Or was that no, the one from... No, that's Wilco. Wilco, thank you. We'll talk about Wilco on another episode. That's, 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 that's a whole other episode. I had not even been exposed to Wilco. I mean, the you showed me, everything you've shown me has been good. So I was like, all right, I have to do it. Well, I'd like to <laughs> think... I'd like to think I have a no, pretty good, local. yeah. I'd right. like to think I have a pretty good taste in music. Uh, no. <laughs> what I like about your taste in music is that although it's different from mine, it's not anything that I would turn my nose up yeah. to. Like it's all like, yeah, it's different. This is not what I normally do, but you know I love Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like you know that I like certain old guitarists that are just fucking capable of wailing. Um, that's not fair to the listener. Uh, we don't <laughs> even know how the audio, audio quality is. Um, they're gonna hear Stevie in good quality though. Oh, Stevie's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, that's gonna be at the end of the episode, but <laughs> So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna that tease is a good you jam, just for a second. Just for a second. Because there's a there's a flute solo in this. Oh my god. That is absolutely amazing and It reminds me of Jethro Toll, like, in a way. Really, really like, does. I I love Toll. Yeah, love and it. I know that this is not only going to tease the listeners, this is going to tease Adrian and immensely. Nice. Jesus. Thanks. And I'm gonna have to stop it right there because I can see that he's enjoying it. <laughs> I was jamming out there. Like oh it. man, I uh, like it. I like it. In, in reference to an album that I guess that I could recommend for the listeners, I would definitely recommend his first album that's on. And just just to let y'all know, these all these albums are on Spotify and Apple Music. The just first, like Adrian Lozano. Yeah, the first album I would have to recommend is an album called called Soul Sight. Soul Sight. Yeah, it's his very it's his first album that he put out. That's on it. He put it out in 2015. Which oh. lets you know how young this guy is yeah. and how early he started putting out stuff. Which, by the way, amazes me because I haven't put out dick and I've been playing since I was like 12 years old. Well, I mean, still, you are refining your sound and yeah. you're also building a family. Don't let that uh, get away from you, sir. It's yeah. kind of more important. Uh, the <laughs> rocking will always be there. Yeah. So. Um, and the second album I would have to recommend is just called The Marcus King Band. That's all it's called. It's it's got it's got that. it's just a black background with an awesome like photo of a lion on there. Yeah, that is cool. I was checking that out. It's a that's also a great album. That's the album that uh, Desbian Espionage is on, um, and another song that's also really heartbreaking, which is called Rita is Gone. That is another great heartbreaking, soulful, soulful song like. It is utterly fantastic, and I will give you just just a tiny taste. <laughs> just a tiny taste. Not enough for you to get high on. Nice. Oh, great. That's what you're doing. You're supposed to, like, get them a little bit. First free, and then Oh, yeah. Well, you played this. You played this whole album before. And, like, I walk away and come back. I'm like, who's this? Still Marcus Kitch. Sounds great. To let the listeners know, also, I'm not the kind of guy that'll play, like, a mix. I like to play full, full albums, albums and listen to the full album. Which is cool. I do uh, I do respect that and yeah. admire that very much. You can hear that pain in the back of his voice. 
and it's so rocking. Okay, that's it. Cool. Um, well, those are badass recommendations to add, sir, I must say. Those are very cool. They are fantastic, and I really do enjoy them. Um, dude, I can't, I can't think of really anything else. Oh, I recommend Ben Folds 5. Oh, my God. That's right. Okay, uh, what was the album that you were... What's the album that's got that... That song's called Fair. That song's called Fair. I'll put in a little, like... A little sample of that. Okay. Uh, the album is called Whatever and Amen. Whatever and Amen. Yeah, it was nice. released. It was released in '97, actually. So it is as old as I am. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's nuts. Um, so just, just for, for a little. There is no guitar in this. All these fuzzy, kind of overdriven tones are all the bass player. It's just bass, drums, and piano. That's all of his tracks. And it's a great, it's a great album. That song's called Fair? Fair. F-A-I-R. Well. Another song I really like by this band is called One Angry Dwarf, which is also on this album. Oh, right on. Wouldn't I just be a dick if I just cut off the music right before I went into that part? <laughs> right here, right here. See, that's it, that's it right there. It sounds like just such a happy-go-lucky <laughs> kind of shit. Yeah, um, I like it. Like, I can see, but I feel like I've got some kind of versatility myself to like things like Rings of Saturn and, you yeah. know, Gojira, and then to listen to the listen to fair, and then yeah. be able to like I totally not understand. be like offended yeah, by I it. I totally like, understand that. Like, um, I, I don't usually listen to metal very often. Uh, <laughs> that's not really my area. Uh, I was area. I was really into metal for a period of time in I my imagine life. So I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, that was back when I had hair down on my ass crack, and uh, yeah, and I wore all black all the time, and I had like. And Ibanez, like, so on and so forth. Like, For the take, record, he's got take pale makeup on and black fingernails. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that was <laughs> such a bad time in my life. Um, but, like, yeah, it was, like, an all-mahogany body. Like, no paint on it whatsoever. Really? Yeah, like, ebony fretboard. Like, your typical kind of, like, metal guitarist kind of guitar. Right on. Right? So, I'm not into a lot of metal. Like, I'm, I'm really not. There's, there's certain... There's a select few that I will partake in, but if I could recommend one album that I really enjoy, and like I really do enjoy, it is an album called Cooking with Pagans by Freak Kitchen. Yes! That is a yes. great album. It is fantastic. Check these guys out if you haven't. Freak if you Kitchen. have not checked them out, you are wasting your damn life. They are For real. They're really, they're not your typical run-of-the-mill, super angry metal band. Thought it wasn't. I uh, thought it was like, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, like, um, like they were making like satire. I thought it was like okay. satire. I, yeah. I totally thought. No, that. it's totally it is not. not. It is like a gen. Like, well, some of the some of the lyrics are very, like, um, 
Like that song about social media. You know, the, isn't that the Bleach Your Asshole song? No, it's Freak of the Week. Freak of the Week. That's the social media one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the lyrics in there are so on point, on the nose, that it's kind of like, seems like it's... Well, that's their whole point. Well, I know, but it's, it, it, like, it, like, it, it's, it put me off compared to some of their other songs. Well, I totally get like, that, but um, if you compare it to like... The this, Mathematics of Defeat. Yeah, that's a great one. That is but, their fucking... But Jam. if you think about it, they they're not the subliminal type of band. They're the kind of band that literally super liminal. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they literally just put it out. They put it all out on the table. Like yeah, they, yeah. They don't beat around the bush. It's just like, hey, this is what's pissing me off right now. And those words on your dick just yeah, won't right. go away. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It's so it was very like I said, it was very on the nose. That song. For the most part, it was the only thing that kind of was like, eh, it seems a bit out there. Yeah, totally. But, but like, all the um, other shit was like really good. But that, I think that what made me love the entire album was the, um, uh, the Mathematics of the Defeat. Oh, no, that's a great, that that's shit, a great it's, it's song. beautiful. Lyrics so, are beautiful, music's yeah. beautiful, like everything. So I have to show you this video. And it's... Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you were going to show me. There's a music here. video for Freak of the Week. Okay, but it's... it's Wait, that it, wasn't what you were going to show me, was it? Mm, I'm pretty sure it was. You said I gotta show you something. It's a video. I was like, all right, dude. I don't remember what it might have been. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> he threw up his hands, folks. I don't know, man. Oh, he's um, like the aliens. But the anyways, um, for this band, Freak Kitchen, their song "Freak of the Week" is animated. They have an animated music video, and oh, it's, right it's on. done beautifully. Like the animation is fantastic. It is. It is really nice. Now this song's like four years old, and it was like put out like four years ago. Um, four years ain't that long. Compared to most music, and think about how often we put put out music, like it really was put out a while ago. So you only get to hear the audio, but Adrian gets to see the video. Interesting. Wait, for the listeners, just get this on record. Have you seen the Rattlesnake uh, video yet? No, I have not, but I will that watch it. That shit is dope. Rattlesnake by um, our good buddies. Uh, what do you call it? King, King Gizzard Wiz- and the Lizard Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like I said, this video this is, is difficult to this describe. This video folks. is animated beautifully. It really is animated greatly. Yeah, very well. Um, and it's a good combination of 2D animation, 3D animation, and video editing. Yeah, and like, not typical video, and like video. No, it's, it's all, like video from it? like the 40s. Like well, it's all like, uh, we call it um, uh, public domain stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like before the internet was around, they're playing those kind of videos. The impalement arts, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It is such an amazingly animated video. Yeah, it really is. Eat people eating chicken under the water is what you want to see. <laughs> also, cats fighting. We just saw cats yeah. fighting, but they were like dressed like gladiators. Well, it was more like S&M gladiators, really. Hey, really? Is there any kind, any other kind of gladiator? <laughs> okay, but... Um, yeah, I'll definitely check out the rest of yeah, that. Yeah, definitely cool. 
Check out that album, Cooking with Pagans. Cooking with Pagan from Free Kitchen. Free Kitchen. Fuck yeah. Amazing. And I, I always thought it was funny that we listened to Free We are meow. So, <laughs> thank you so much, D. Burke, uh, for all your recommendations and for being cool enough to chill out with me and uh, talk music. This has been very enlightening. Mm -hmm. uh, but for the most part, yeah, man, like, thank you. I really, I appreciate you turning me on to all this different music, dude. No problem, dude. Uh, I, I enjoy... Uh, sending out like my my opinion on music because like uh, I didn't like many kids in my generation I didn't grow up listening to R&B and like new pop and like rap music you were listening like, to K-pop no not even <laughs> I, I grew up listening to like what is it, Bob Dylan? Yes. Uh, we didn't even talk about Dylan. Oh my, that's, that's a whole. That's another, the whole. Another, well, it's gotta be a whole like, other series like, of episodes. I, I grew up listening to like Bob, Bob Dylan, and like George Strait, and like Foo Fighters, and like I, I grew up listening to older like music my dad really enjoyed, and like yeah, I I had like all these old songs that my wife like, puts on, that she's like, I used to listen to this stuff all the time when I was a kid. I was like, I have no idea what these songs are. Mm, bop, dip, bop, bop, yeah, like, all this, like, R&B stuff. Like, all this R&B when R&B was getting really, really popular. Oh. Like, I have no idea what all these songs were. I was too busy listening to Yellow Submarine by the Beatles uh, with my dad in a car to listen to R&B. Like, I was too busy listening to Albert Green. Al Green. Albert Green. Albert Green. Albert? <laughs> I was too busy listening to Al Green to listen to Beyonce. I was too busy listening to yeah, like Bob Destiny Dylan. Yeah, Child, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I was too busy listening to all this great music. And, like, um, if you want to know what kind of music I was listening to, watch a movie called High Fidelity. Oh, yeah. It will basically enlist what my father's taste in music was. And basically all the stuff I was exposed to. Yeah. Like, um, and what my childhood was basically like. Uh, except for all the sexual turmoil. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. that, leaving that out. Soundtrack only, soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack only. Uh, whenever they talk about albums and, like, top five records and all that. Like, uh, one of my favorite albums when I was growing up was uh, Safe as Milk by Captain Beefheart. Wow. Yeah. Um, well... So you covered on High Fidelity, I gotta ask, was there a movie soundtrack that you feel, like, really is well executed? Like, for me, there's two that come to mind. Like, first off, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh that, my gosh, yes. That soundtrack to Hedwig, every song on Hedwig, beautiful. I recommend, if you don't know about Hedwig and the Angry Inch, you need to fucking learn about that shit. It's great. Second thing, there's a movie called Walk Hard. It's yeah. the Dewey Cox story. Mm -hmm. And they've got parodies of, like, Bob Dylan songs. They've of got course. parodies of, of Johnny Cash songs. But fuck, are they amazing. Oh, no, Every they're all fantastic. fucking track is beautiful. Do you know what song I wish I could get my hands on, but I can't find it anywhere? It was from the movie High Fidelity when they're in the store listening to that They're mix. always in the store. No, whenever they're listening to that mixtape from those two punk kids that were Oh, they're actually song. good? Yeah. yeah. And it's actually good? Yeah. Like, I, I so badly want that song on my phone because it's such a good song. Yeah. And by the way, they're, just for the sake of how funny it is, their band was called Kinky Wizards. And there is a band currently called Kinky Wizards, but they're nowhere near as good oh, wow. as what that movie <laughs> Live band Live up to your was. namesake! Yeah, right? Oh like, my god. Like, no, Jesus Christ. That's, um, 
That's cool, man. No, I uh, I got to hear that song again. It's been a, it's been a minute. Like when I saw that movie, straight up, it was in theaters, and then the second time I saw it, it was on TV. Dude, I can show you right now. I have that movie saved on my phone. <laughs> like I really do. Like when I'm when I'm on an airplane flight, nine saying, times like, out how of, many times I've okay, seen? I only see it twice. Nine times out of ten, I am probably watching High Fidelity. Yeah, the second time I watched it, I think it was on. Uh, it was on like Fox or something like that, and it was like a Saturday movie or whatever, and I was just like, yeah, sure, why Dude, not? that is me and my dad's like, go hey, to. we don't have, we're not doing anything today, let's watch a movie. Like, let's watch, uh, let's watch High Fidelity. Or like, let's watch, uh, oh man, uh, The Big Lebowski. Oh like, shit, yeah, that's good shit. Like, that, that is what, like... Me and my dad do on like almost a regular basis. We watch every rent. My old man would watch like a Bronx Tale with me. We watched that oh one. That's gosh. a badass movie. And all the way up to like Hot Rod. Like Jeez, movies like Hot Rod. He's like, let's give it a try. Hot Rod. Fucking hilarious Hot Rod. I love oh my movie. gosh. I love Hot Rod. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's, that's a great movie, by the way. Yeah, it's awesome. It's shit. Oh my gosh. Like, I have to show you how dedicated I am to this movie. Like, I need to find it because I know I have it. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the midst of everything. But I mean, like soundtrack-wise, like I feel like the original music from, like, not musicals, because Hedwig's not really a musical. Yeah. And um, Walk Hard definitely is not a musical, but um, they have so much music jam-packed into there. You know, like it's mm-hmm. they're both so damn good. That's why I was like, can you think of another one that like? Because I really I'm impressed that you knew Hedwig. Like that was. Uh, oh yeah. Because a lot of people don't. It flies under the radar. No. Yeah. Um. It's definitely something that I, I don't think a lot of people think I know about. Like, no. Like when I say I spent the majority of my childhood listening to older stuff, I that's, really do. That's mean a lot it. of what Hedwig is listening to. Is. It's like it's really what I did. It's I I didn't spend my time listening to a lot of new stuff. I I watched and listened to like really old videos and really old songs. Like. My dad has like a million Johnny Cash records, and I've listened, I've spent days upon days going through his record collection. I like the more obscure songs, like One Piece at a Time. Oh, yeah, that's a You know, that one's fucking awesome. Great song. Are you kidding me? When I pull the switch, all three of them come on. You're like, fucking love that shit, dude. Jeez. I need to find it because I know I have it. Jeez, for the the record, folks, he is like frantically tearing through his phone. I do have it, and I do have it downloaded. He does, oh my god. Yeah, I do have it. Like, I could start watching this on my way home if I felt like it. No, focus on the road. (laughs) Jeez, never. Never. I'm really bad about that. Like, I I personally like to watch documentaries and, like, movies that I'm really interested in or, like, a TV show that I'm really watching whenever I'm driving. Jesus Christ. And I've been doing this. What are you doing? I've been doing this for so long that I'm an expert at it. Not good. Not (laughs) good. I've been doing this since I was like 16. Wow. Well, I feel like our generation's got that kind of ingrained to us. Like you need to well, have yeah, your phone well, with like, you. And then also, it needs to be playing multitasking something Multitasking right has become such a basic like, like thing where it's like... Fundamental skill of yeah. life now. By the way, I feel like this outro is like extended into <laughs> nothing but another conversation. <laughs> Fucking hey, oh well, that's cool with me, man. Like I said, this is this is what the Adrian Lozano show is. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun for us. I hope it's fun for y'all listening. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. We've got uh, homes to get to and things to do. So. Well, well. <laughs> no. Oh um, my gosh. Thank I'm you so much, uh, D, yeah. for sitting down with me. Uh, thank you all very much for listening to the show and listen to a show. I mean, I probably won't, but listen to a show. Wow, he won't <laughs> even listen to the one he's on. <laughs> 
No, this will probably be the only one I listen to. Nice. Thank you, my no, friend. It's not that I don't want to listen to your stuff. It's that I'm I'm so busy all the time. Like Oh yeah, it's understandable. Like, like you've got a life outside work yeah, that like, actually involves like you. I spend all my time here and for and those then, of you that don't know, I do have a kid and I have a wife at home, which A beautiful wife and kid yeah, that, you know I and all of that going on. And so I'm yeah, and I'm only like twenty one, which makes no sense to me. Like at, at all, I went from having no responsibility whatsoever to immediately too much responsibility. Yeah, like I, I have no time on my hands. I really don't. But you know what though, you did have time uh, to sit down with me and do this, and it means a lot to me. It really does. And my um, wife and kid are, are at home starving. Oh my god! We do this <laughs> because yeah, because we do this. Oh my god! Well, tell them hi for me and tell them that you uh, did a podcast today and you you recommended some really good shit. Yeah, dude. And please listen to all this stuff. Like actually, this, I this, I've like. I still there's, have homework to do, there's sir. There's so much I haven't covered, like, yeah. that I could go days on talking about. Like. Which is, like, you know, you may or may not in the near future hear a collaboration um, between uh, Mr. D and myself. But uh, stick around. You will definitely hear more of Devin on the show. Thank you so much, dude. No problem, dude. Latest. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, um... Don't watch Radio 1119. Oh, wrong way. There we go. Aw. Uh, Cool. After this recording took place, Devin was killed by a migraine. We miss him greatly. May he burn in hell.
Well, I guess that about does it. Sure, why not? Let's wrap this episode up with a moment of silence in memoriam of the dearly departed. All right, cool. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week. And um, remember, enjoy whatever the hell it was you were doing while you were listening to the Adrian Lozano Show. Catch you next time. You have been listening to the Adrian Lozano Show.